welcome to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, yoga and well-being. And today we have with us back with um, Timothy Stutz and he has come on previously, I think it was episode 90 if you wanted to go back and have a look, but he is one of the most prolific children's authors of all time, which is incredible, having just completed, or he did actually, um, the 86th Fairy Tale of the Heart featuring Bliss Berry Bear and it's such a cool book, I love it. He is the creator of The Magical Miracle of You, a self-empowerment course for children and families and he also runs a quantum energy training academy where he's been certifying graduates to teach multiple forms of quantum energy healing meditation yoga qigong tai chi for over 35 years so welcome thanks for coming back oh it's wonderful to be with you Gemma. wonderful to be with everybody listening thank you so much yeah it's really nice so yes tell me about what we were discussing earlier um that you are going to be doing a course for um age 12 to 18 children so yes, tell me more about that. Yes, my uh, Quantum Energy Academy um, for adults has now been expanded to children between the ages of 12 and 18. And I wanna give children the opportunity to learn yoga, to learn Reiki, different forms of Qigong and Tai Chi and meditation, not only so that they can practice them themselves to achieve their own full potential with whatever they want to do, but also to give them tools to go out into the world when they're 18 years old and make a living where they can do alternative medical treatments on people and they can teach people all those different practices to help those people's lives. That's amazing. And I think certainly they need it as well, because, well, my children, um, because I do breath work anyway, as a practice, my children do that. And then whenever they get stressed out, we'll take them away from each other and we'll do breath work practice. And I think it's, well, it's the norm in our house, but it's not the norm anywhere else. <laughs> and I think it's needed as well, especially in children, especially that age as well, going through hormones, um, going through teenage years and with social media now, all the stresses, the anxieties. And I think what you're going to be doing is just incredible because it's needed. Yes, te teaching children how to use their breath to empower their body, to calm their mind down when yeah. they get emotional is amazing. And then giving them the practices that they can use throughout their life, no matter what they want to do to keep their body healthy, to keep their mind focused on what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, it really is. So what are like the, I suppose if you break it down, what, what are the um, components of it going to be? 
with, with everything? Are they going to be yoga, meditation, qigong, things like that? It is going to be everything that I do. <laughs> so, so yes, um, I actually invented a form of yoga that integrates qigong and yoga. Nice. So the qigong portion of each movement is a movement. And then those movements flow into a yoga pose. Oh, wow. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it's really cool to actually integrate the two and do a Qigong movement and then sit there and go into that resting yoga pose and let the energy of the Qigong movement come back into harmony in the body and also practice not moving Yeah. so that children learn to move and pause because the two are totally integrated and work together yeah yeah it's just just like in a beautiful painting it's it's not always the um the colors and the brush strokes that make up that picture it's the yeah. blank spaces yeah the same same with music you know it's the blank spaces it's the non-music between the notes yeah yeah, that really makes things highlighted within whatever the composition is. Yeah, and I think they will do that as well because they want to learn and they need these tools and techniques, especially with exams coming up and things like that, that they need this and then they can then use it whenever they start to feel anxious or worried or stressed out. They then have all of these this knowledgeable is that the word <laughs> knowledge <laughs> of of it so yeah that sounds amazing yes i've taught i've taught children um to take the practices they learn in qigong and tai chi and yoga like focusing their mind yeah. focusing below the navel at their power center yeah and whenever they get out of sync and you can use breath work for this too but if you're sitting there taking a test yeah and all of a sudden the question sends you off into, oh my God, I don't know the answer to that. And you start panicking and then all yeah. the other questions suddenly become harder. You know, I have children that have said, when I get in that space, I do what you told me. I focus below my navel. I take a few deep breaths and then I know the answer. That's amazing. That instinct, it's right there. <laughs> yes. So, you know, besides yoga and I probably know 12 or 13 Qigong forms and four or five Tai Chi forms and maybe eight different very powerful meditation practices. Yeah. So to be able to give a child all of those things that they could move out into the world with to use for themselves and teach other people. Yeah. Especially in this day and age when the educational system and all systems are in flux. Yes. It literally gives children the power to be out into the world to support themselves and their family. Yeah. Without buying any tools, without buying any practices. Yeah. yeah. With, they can go anywhere in the world because it's all within themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think more people need to know that and understand that. We do, if you're into that we we would as as adults but i think it's as well the adults teaching the children from an early age as well and and letting them find out how it feels and 
breathwork technique. So especially when you're anxious, like you said earlier, when you're anxious and you've got um, a test or an exam and you're then shallow breathing, you're not getting the oxygen to your lungs, which then is not oxygenating your blood to then not function through your brain. So everything is just all linked. And I think the more people talk about it, the more people will understand about it or want to learn about it. Yes, it's things that we aren't normally taught. And to actually learn the full powers, capabilities, and blessings we have with these bodies and what we're capable of doing when we yeah. integrate our hearts and souls and minds as one. Um, yeah. We're, we're meant to learn, we're meant to live in a different experience than we can even believe is possible. Yeah, yeah. We're meant, we're meant to live feeling every cell of our body tingling and vibrating in every moment. Yeah. And that we can actually turn those, those vibrations up just like yeah. we can turn the knob on a stove and increase the size of the flame. Yeah. You know, we, we can get those vibrations within us going so strong, you know, yeah. it's like, it just feels good. It's ecstasy, yeah. it's bliss. And, and it requires nothing other than learning that we have the capability of, yeah. <laughs> of saying, yes, I want to feel this way. <laughs> yeah, within us. So and that's all the quantum energy. I love that. That feeling is just amazing. And whenever I get it, I'm always like, thank you so much. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> Give me more of it <laughs> because it is. But I think a lot of people then will get a bit like worried or I don't know that this feeling has never been felt before. So what is it? Some people are intrigued. Other people just dull it down. But if we live like that, like you just said, again, if you live like this, then yeah, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, I think I think everything that, you know, as, as children, every, whatever we locked in in those first four to six years mm -hmm. is really difficult to change yeah yeah and our whole system looks at it as actually an attack yeah and we actually there's the part of us that actually feels like oh my god i'm gonna die if i don't have what i had when i was four years old yeah yeah um and and learning to gradually accept the extent of the vibrations we're capable of feeling yeah um you know it's it's back and forth it, it takes it's a process um yeah i remember i've been meditating for years and then one day i sat for meditation and all of a sudden there was this absolutely beautiful bright light that i saw coming from one side and into me and even after years of meditation, I freaked out. <laughs> I, I turned my head the opposite way when I saw that light coming. And as I'm turning my head, I'm saying, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You've meditated for years to have an experience like this. Yes, yeah. But it was new. So it initially shocked me yeah yeah and so with anything new that we're learning we have to give ourselves the grace and the space to accept that there will be new experiences in there to embrace yeah. them and to 
keep moving forward with them. Yeah. And I think especially with teenagers, they are open to it. And I think some aren't, but I think a lot more are compared to adults because they they seem to want to learn different things and tools and techniques. Yes, and they, they, they're, they're willing to learn when somebody says, hey, you know what, you've got this wonderful body that you really haven't been given all the information on how to use it. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's yeah. what you're learning to do. You're, you're doing different. I, I've always said it's really funny that we actually have to do practices to experience the yeah, natural part of us. Yeah, why is that? That should be already given a given, <laughs> but it's not. It is, but we lost that natural part, so we have to do yeah. something to get it back. But it's um, such a play. Yeah, yeah. That is our natural self. Yeah, true, very true. Now we are going to go to a short break. See you the other side. Have you heard Paradise Movement is expanding? Our app has launched and it has been carefully crafted for those who are beginning your spiritual journey and seeking support, far along in your spiritual journey and looking for expansion, feeling alone, lost or curious about your healing self or purpose, need support but are unsure of where to find your truth and are looking to challenge yourself to grow within wellness or spirituality. Are you drawn to crystals, chakras, astrology, manifestation, shadow work, energy healing, spirit guides, meditation, EFT tapping, Chinese medicine, or any other alternative healing method? We have a group of insightful healers who have prepared courses and programs chosen just for you. Our focus is on making spirituality and wellness accessible, easy to find, and for every stage of your journey. We are here to help you feel loved, inspired, aligned, connected, grounded, intuitive, supported, in harmony, free and expanded. So come over to the Paradise Movement app and download it for yourself, for you to feel good about yourself. It is available on the Google Play Store and on the Apple App Store. Your future self will thank you. So go and download it now. And especially when teenagers are um gonna start meditating how would you say to deal with it would you do like one minute or five minutes or an hour what would be the best start um just like an adult or anybody i i think you know we all have our um unique patterns our unique personalities yeah so what might be beneficial for a person to start one way another person might not like that yeah so having the capability of learning five or six different meditation techniques you know learning to meditate when you're walking learning to meditate standing up and holding poses learning to meditate sitting down learning to focus your mind doing yoga and tai chi that way no matter what somebody's personality is, there's always one way that yeah. will relate to them that they can start. Yeah. And it is, it's a matter of starting slow. I started meditating for one or two minutes at a time, setting a kitchen timer because I was busy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was a certified public accountant and okay, it's like, okay, I'll try this, but this is my time limit. Yeah. 
and I did that. I just, one or two minutes, the kitchen timer went off. I was done. And after a couple of weeks, I found myself feeling more relaxed. So the kitchen timer went to five minutes. <laughs> and then it went to 10 minutes and 15 minutes and then 30 minutes and then 30 minutes twice a day and then an hour. <laughs> so mine was a gradual process based upon what I was seeing and feeling as I did the practices. Yeah, yeah. And I think the more you zone into how you feel after your meditation, the, the better you then start to understand your body. Because especially like teenagers, they will be running around here, there and everywhere, want to be on social media, want to be playing games, computer games and things like that. But they're not actually coming back to themselves, especially when they are really stressed and anxious about something. And yeah, I think certainly by movement, yoga, Tai Chi, anything else, Qigong, that is going to allow your serotonin levels to get higher and your cortisol levels to decrease. And then that's that's within immediate effect. It's amazing. It sure is. We, we, we have a natural pharmacy inside of us that will keep us feeling wonderful when we learn how to trigger all of the wonderful processes that go on within these bodies that we have no idea what's going on. I mean, it's, it's such a miraculous process. Yeah, definitely. And would you say it's really good as well to, to deal with um, ADHD and maybe autistic children, things like that, bringing meditation in and, and just, or any, any child really, I suppose. Bringing meditation in, bringing movement in. Um, you know, I, I've, I've taught, Parkinson's groups. I've taught people with Alzheimer's. Oh, wow. I've taught children with all sorts of different mental and physical yeah. challenges. Yeah. And yes, yeah, some, somehow when you like even multiple sclerosis. Wow. Yeah. There have been studies, there are studies done at USC where doing a tai chi practice on a regular basis didn't reverse the ms but it stopped it in its tracks amazing so wow. when we bring our all of these practices literally bring all of our energy our mind our soul it brings those energies into our body yeah yeah like you said when you're so focused on doing things in the outer world that's using up energy and it's just scattering energy here and there and everywhere along with all the thoughts most people turn around in their head you know it's like if you look at each each thought as a unit of energy and people have over 28,000 thoughts a day wow so we've got 28,000 opportunities <laughs> That's a serious amount. <laughs> it is. We, we have 28,000 opportunities to take energy and accelerate it within us and use that energy to accomplish what we want to do. Yeah. And yeah. we get a lot more done and it's a lot more fantastic results than we ever imagined. You know, it's like I never imagined writing over 80 children's stories. That's incredible. Yeah. Never, never intended to. And I really believe that 
because of all the meditation practices, the yoga, the Tai Chi and the Qigong, where I've learned to focus my mind and my mind has become silent. So if I want it to think, it'll think. If I don't want it to think, there's just an empty space. Yeah, yeah. And that empty space allows God to bring a little, <clears throat> it allows me to hear and tune into the flow of the universe. Yes. So yeah. I think that's why I'm hearing, okay, here's an idea for a story. Here's an idea for a story. Because my mind isn't thinking about other things. It's just open to receive. Yeah, yeah. And I think that is a major thing as well, is that a lot of people are closed off now and we need to unlearn how we have been taught things and relearn them again. And one of them is to be open to everything around you and and the help with your spirit, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. It's, yeah, they're here to help you. So the more you actually ask for help, the more they will help. Yes. Definitely, I love that. <laughs> so um, going back to the books as well, what was the last book that you had written? Oh, I just wrote two stories in the last couple of months. Oh. Uh, it, it was really funny. I wanted it. I'd been wanting to, I felt like I wanted to write a story. And I started going through all the list of things that I have jotted down for ideas. Yeah. And then my very first yoga teacher out of the blue sends me a short text <laughs> with the beginning of a story. Oh, wow. <laughs> because she's written, a, she's written a couple of children's stories too. So she just sent me like the first three lines of a new story and says, wanna play? <laughs> <laughs> And I thought that was so wonderful. So yeah, I, I took her first lines and started writing. And it's amazing how just a few lines triggered so much within me. Yeah. And yeah. I actually had to stop myself from writing and say, okay, here's your turn. <laughs> Back at you. <laughs> and I didn't hear from her for a long time time and oh, no. finally contacted her and she said well you picked it up and went I liked what you did with it so I'm just gonna let you finish it and I said no <laughs> <laughs> I want some more ideas in here so she gave me a few more ideas and writing that story was so magical because my cousin passed away right towards the end of when I was writing the story oh no and there was things I learned about him that I didn't know from his okay. family. Yeah. From his and so I actually changed the name of the dog in the story to correlate with their nickname of him. Oh. Which fit really well. Yeah. And there were a few other things that happened while I was writing that story that just kind of pulled it all together. So it's really, really magical how the universe just kind of brought that in and kind of yeah. wrote the story based upon the events that were happening in my life at the time yeah 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 and i think so, your books really help as well your books are really helping children and that is amazing because that's it they just need to pick it up and read it or get read if you've got younger children get read too and yeah it's, it's such a lovely thing for you to do and to share 
how you are feeling or to bring all of these energies into a book for them children to think oh actually yeah I am open to that yeah and then I am um, so that and that story turned out to feature a crab <laughs> funny enough and then about five or six years ago I thought of an idea for a frog story <laughs> and I, I had written some ideas down so after I got done with the crab I was all excited again about writing and sat down and started to write out the frog story and all the ideas that I had written down, not one of them showed up as I was writing the story. Wow. Yeah. Which was really cool. It just went in an entirely different way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, that's another thing is that if something doesn't go the way you planned, that's okay. Just let it go because something else bigger and better is out there and it's going to be a lot better than what you can ever imagine. Yeah, and it's what I imagine. Um, it, it is always better than I imagined. Yeah. And it's really funny because as I'm sitting here, I don't even remember the title of the frog or the crab story I came up with because I'm so in the moment of writing. Yeah. And once I finish something, it's like it's done. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it comes through me and like I said right now I can't even remember <laughs> those titles yeah um, which is fine with me yeah because again my mind has cleared out it took yes. the information it needed it did what it needed to do with it yeah and now it's ready for more <laughs> yes <laughs> more stories are needed <laughs> more downloads <laughs> figure out those uh, but that's so good. I think as well, it's certainly needed, especially for children and, and teenagers and with what you're doing as well, moving or getting them to move and be more mindful of their choices in, in life. Yes. Yeah, definitely. We're certainly, I don't know, all of their, their teenage choices as well. Maybe later on as well, especially if they go up to 18, they're obviously going to want to go out partying and things, but being mindful of saying no um, to things that they don't want to do and what does and doesn't light them up. And, and for more people to listen to each other, not just feel dragged along just because you have to go because your friend's going. But if you don't feel lit up and you don't want to do it, then just say no. And I think more and more children need to say no and be listened to. Yes, and to and to actually, you know, one of the things I teach children and adults is how to tune in to what they really need. Yes. To tune into their heart. Yeah. And, and start from a young age, the better, the younger, the better is to learn how to tune into your own inner knowing. Yes. Yeah. Because our, our hearts will tell us. And then it's a matter of we can, since we have free will, you know, we can go inside and tune in and say, gee, is it really the best thing in the world for me to go to this party? And you can hear a no. Yeah. And then you say, well, I can go anyway just to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we learn by that too. You know, if we get a no on something and then we decide to try it anyway. Yeah. We look at the results, you know, that gives us feedback. 
And, yes. and, we, and we learn that way. You know, I learned a long time ago that what my eyes see, I need to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a matter of if I could just glance at it a minute and then I know I'm supposed to do something with that. Yeah, yeah. And I've also learned that immediately when I do see something like that, my mind will kick in too. Yes. And say, no, 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 no. I don't need that. I there's, you know, <laughs> why am I looking at this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that just happened last week. You know, I, I saw something. I knew I should have done something with it. Yeah. I did. And it created problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always find that if there's resistance to something and you keep trying, but it's still resistance, it means it's not good. So it's not good for you at that right time. So move on. <laughs> it's like, I didn't even, you know, it's like for me, that, that was like another subtle learning that don't let my mind talk me out of what my eyes see because my yeah. eyes that's how I really see something and know I need to do it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's my, it's my eyes. It's not what the mind says right after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been so good. And what would you say if people um, are wanting to tai, try Tai Chi or Qigong, what would you say for children anyway, to do that? Uh, find, a class, find a class. Find a find a class somewhere. That's why I'm creating this academy. And I, it's going to be a combination of personal study where you can actually come and be with me mm -hmm. and also online study. So it doesn't all, all have to be personal, but it's really a matter of just starting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've taught Reiki to children as young as six. Oh, wow. I've taught Reiki to 10 year olds who literally took it from there yeah, and, yeah. and knew that that's what they wanted to do with the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's just, just amazing to be able to tap into those energies and learn to yeah. use those energies to make your life wonderful in all ways. Yeah yeah definitely yeah and where can we find you what's your website or your social media channels i'll put them all on the notes below uh the website is timothystutz.com and there's a freebie tab where i have lots of guided meditations fairy tales for children some songs for children there's a about a 90 minute on-demand training that's called Three Magic Wands for More Creative, Happier, and Empowered Children. Oh, amazing. And it also empowers adults. It teaches them a few things on, you know, we were talking about making choices. So I run adults through teaching them how to make choices for themselves yeah. and their family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Also, also how, to, um, how to bless their family. You know, I'm, I'm discovering that a lot of people haven't been taught that they have the power to offer blessings. Yes. Yeah. That and that, through, through, especially parents, through the yeah. parent's intention, they can set a field yeah. that their children will feel yes. and be influenced by. 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you can get all wrapped up within, oh my God, my child's doing this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Or we can switch it and say, wow, I'm going to visualize my child in a different way. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that just leads me to, I think that's one of the most important things any of us in this world can do right now. Yeah. Yeah. Use our creative minds yeah. and our intention to visualize the world we want. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody being fed, everybody being housed, all children going to bed happy with warm tummies, yeah. uh, everybody having water, learning how to read, having a house to live in. Um, we have the power to visualize that and create it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on again. It's been amazing. I will have you back on again soon. Oh, thank <laughs> you. It's so much fun to be with you. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, so as always, I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode. So please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma. I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts. And thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode. I will be back next week with another one, another fun episode for you guys to listen to. And also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much and I will see you very soon.